And welcome to Power Play through a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I am Freddie. And it's Didenja. Didenja. Oh man, it's such a good show. Geeky Ranger. Did oh, you say Geeky Ranger? No. Key, was it Key? Ryu Ranger, Shishi Ranger. Ryu Ranger, Shishi Ranger. Tenma Ranger. Oh, Keelan. Keelan? Keelan Ranger? Yeah. How's it Tenma, Keelan, Oh, Oh, Ranger. Ranger. Geki Ranger. Ghost Ranger. I mean, Geki Ranger's way later. Yeah. It's Jungle Fury. Oh. Oh, Geki Ranger is. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of Prince Geki. Oh, I know. I know you're thinking about that. That's why you went to Ghost Ranger. I knew where yeah. your joke was. Boy Ranger. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's here. Yes. Yes. Our first episode is going to be Everyone's Here, which originally aired September 3rd, 1993. So, uh, in Japan, I truthfully wanted to eat at a booth. Just like a cart sitting on the side of the road that was serving up sushi or ramen or something like that. Okay. And I ran into none of that. Really? For the two weeks that I was there. Yes. It was just restaurants and I don't I don't know how prevalent they are. I don't think they to be. I don't think they are. That's hmm. maybe in smaller towns. When we go back in November that'll be like something. That'll yeah. be a, a, a sample you had a sample sizing. Yeah. This will be the not control the. I so the scientific the method. So this could be the same time. We're just <laughs> gonna go back, see if they there then. Yeah, am I gonna go to the Toei Museum again? I don't know. You should, probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It's awesome. It's a it's lot cool. of money. Oh well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, well, know, no, no, just because you know it's I'm paying for me and Bryn. Right. Right. But everyone's here. Starts out with. This stall that I was talking about a second ago. Yeah, this ramen cart. Yes. And Kazu comes up dressed as a vendor, and there's an older woman who's there, and, you know, they seem pretty happy. Just affectionately called Grandma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we ever get her actual name, but he just refers to her as Grandma. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how things work. Yeah. Right? So at the Gorma Palace, the upside down pyramid. Yeah. The triumvirate are talking with Gorma 15. And he's kind of saying, hey, you know. He's being cryptic. He's being cryptic like normal. Yeah, he's saying the Senate's in turmoil and a lot of weird stuff. He's rolling dice into a bowl. Yeah, and when Zydo says something like out of line, he takes a dice and just throws it in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Blue Man Group, uh, marshmallow (laughs) style. (laughs) And uh, like it went in his mouth so hard that I thought it was gonna break his teeth. Oh, yeah. oh that'd be vicious. Yeah. Get your teeth broken by a plastic die. Yeah. And chuck that hard. Oh. That'd have been cool. Yeah. But uh yeah, he introduces the um uh he introduces like these four monks. Yes. They're like of the The four Gorma of the Heaven. Yeah, like they each represent like a cardinal direction. Yeah, north, east, south, west. Yeah, yeah. All cool, all like different looking, but they all have the same garb, mm-hmm. like different in the face, same garb. Uh, with they have the Tao Buddha, Buddhist Tao like monk look, yes, yeah. And um, they he, he uh instructs them that they're going to be listening to Shotham, yeah, and they're going to help him. And so. don't uh, don't get them broken, yeah, g- yeah. He says, These are four of my favorite people, keep them all in one piece, yeah. I like that. Gorma 15 is creepy. So when Gorma 15 shows up, they're doing a lot of close-up on his eyes, just because you know Gorma stuff. But he's got... got that eye fetish. He's got this red makeup around his eyes that's truly horrifying. Like, it's almost as bad as, like, 
eye guy and his one red eye that uh, never closes. Yeah, you're making that face. Well, it just makes me think of, you know, you like flip your eyelid inside out and you just press your finger against that meat. You press your finger against that meat that's inside that eyelid, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, like I'm doing it right now. Uh. Slipknot style. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> It's gross. It's real gross, and it makes me uncomfortable. That's what it looks like. But that's what it looks like. It looks like his, like his eyelids are peeled off, and now he just has the forever opens. Yeah, forever opens. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually that's like a that's like a good name for like a uh, that's like a good name for some kind of like maybe uh, di- like a prescription medicine for like digestive health. Yeah, forever open. Well, I don't know if you should say it in that voice, <laughs> but like, like forever open. Isn't so. that what Activia Yogurt's trying to be? Yeah, well, I guess <laughs> trying to make you regular. <laughs> yeah, forever opens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you never get backed up. Never, um, never backed. So we are. We find our friend, the Turtle Captain. Oh God, Cameo, Kam- which we learned his name back in the sixth She Beast birth. Then we, I thought we. This was the first time hearing it in this episode. I thought no, because when they said his name, for some reason, I knew it. Oh, well, yeah. Kazu's manning that cart, and well, he's like sitting there drawing, and he hears like the bell of the ramen cart, and he's yeah. Like, he oh, says grandma too. I grandma's guess here. like this is just an affectionate term for the ramen lady. They all call her grandma. Yeah, he's ramen he, mama. He, he's he's doing some doodles of rainbows and stuff like that. Uh, chibi kind of stuff and he runs yeah. out yeah to get the ramen and it's kazu manning the cart yeah this big boy man oh well because he's like oh kazu yeah. you're here why are you here and he's like don't tell anyone i'm here because I'll i kill need them you. to respect me <laughs> yeah and they won't respect me if they know i'm working this ramen stall he this this is what i like i love how kazu operates because he says you know if you reveal my secret you'll never hear the end of me Yeah. So that is like subtle, but at the same time, he has his hands around his neck. Yeah. And that ain't subtle at all. But he's also lift, like lifting his (laughs) boy off the ground. Yeah. (laughs) So, Uh, Kameo actually introduces himself completely at this point. What were you going to say? Well, just say, like, he's a greasy fella. He's uh, he's uh, got love for turtles. Keeps them in his pockets. Has names for all of them and stuff. Yeah, Joe, looks, Cindy, he, Sassy. I, he's just a big, greasy, goofy. Like he's he's like a golden corral that came to life. You know. Ooh. <laughs> you feel Ooh. me? Like this is why it was like this, if Golden Corral was a person, it's cameo. And <laughs> he. He's like, well, I love Grandma's noodles, too, so I'm helping. Yeah. And he picks up two clean bowls, and he goes, I'll use this pond water to clean them. Yeah. And in this moment... He scoops up water in the pond, and then he goes over to the jet. In this moment, I freaked out a little bit. I was like, no, don't don't put it in the pond no, water. Not pond water. Yeah. Please, no. And there it goes, right in the pond water. Yeah. And while he's cleaning, he sees something shining in the pond. And since and he, he's a big ape, he just wades into it. And yeah, he just it. runs into the water, picks it up, and he goes, oh, it's a big crystal. Yeah. I guess it's mine. And he goes, Kazu, my bowls are clean. And he, as he's running over, he jams the crystal in his back pocket. Yeah, he's hiding it from Kazu so he doesn't see it. Yeah. Very quickly, very quickly, the Kotpotras show up, right? Yeah, Kotpotras show up along with, like, the well, tribe. actually, before this. He starts talking to Kazu again, and Kazu gives the backstory of why he helps with this cart. All right, when yeah, Kazu, that, yeah, that's right. When Kazu first arrived in the city after running away from home. Yeah, after running away from home because he was a farm boy. Yes, but he had aspirations for the city life. Yeah, big city he, dreams. He arrived in the city, and well, he's got nothing. So, so he's just he's got nothing. Got no contacts, nowhere to go. No money to eat, nothing. But this was the first kind face he encountered. Yeah, Ramen Mama gave him a nice hot yeah, bowl Mama, of soup. Ramen Mama was at the station, and she took took him in, gave him some ramen, and Kazu's forever indebted to her because of that kindness. Yeah. Got him on his feet in the city. Yes. So, after he grabs the two bowls from Kameo, the Kapotra show up, and so do the Gorma Triumvirate. Yeah. And they start a battle, 
Kazu tells Kameo, "Get the card out. Get the card out. This is this is Grandma's dream." Yeah, can't so, let this get ruined. And he hides the crystal in like a little compartment, like a little drawer. Yeah, not one of the many turtles in his pocket, but the precious <sighs> that does, diamond. That does bother me. That does bother me that that those those. Those turtles are just loose. There's some free roaming turtles inside his pockets. The part of it that bothers me is that he's a clumsy man, and we've seen yeah. him fall and roll on his turtle yeah. pockets like four or five times. Yeah, he and he a big man too. Yeah, and is he? We just watched it, and I see a picture of him right here. Does he have? All right, does he? So it's like yellow shirt, denim overalls, and a fishing vest over it. Yeah. That's a style, man. 93, man. That was a style. <laughs> That's my turtle vest. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, all of the fighting goes on, and we cut to kind of a like he, crosswalk. Like, yeah, because Kazu, like, well, he's facing Triumvir and Kapotro, so he, contact, he tries to contact the other rangers through his uh, aura changer. He's like, please come, and he can't get a hold of him, and we cut to them who are coming out of a theater. Talking about, oh, that movie was great. All of them. All yep. uh, Ko. So it's Ryo, Daigo, Shoji, Rin, Ko. Yeah. They're all having fun in the city. And they don't hear their thing going off. And they also don't see these four ornate monks just standing in the road. They are. They stand right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Ko stops, though, because he hears a very familiar noise. And in we come see our button boy Bjorn. <laughs> just kind of roll by. Yeah. And Akumaro leans out, blows on his little flippy party little, favor. Yeah. And he's like, hello, Ko. And then he just rides off. So this, we get something for each of our, for each of our rangers. Except, Not each. Yeah. Except. Except Reen. Except Reen. Reen doesn't get one. We're starting to see a real lack of Reen yeah. coming up. Because this is, I mean... This is loosely a Kazu episode, but it's still a Kazu episode, and I'm thankful for it because I love Kazu. It's my favorite. But now we're starting to see that after after Rio got one of the greatest like the come ups. Like, yeah, one of the greatest come ups we've ever seen in Power Rangers or Super Sentai history, as limited as my knowledge of Super Sentai is. Um, now it's definitely Ring, who's the odd man out as far as like screen time. Yeah. And, uh, well, each of them, besides Reen, get a similar vision. And our helpful narrator, nar- nar- yeah, I said that narrator. right. Narrator. Narrator. Each of the rangers get their own scene and our helpful. Um... <laughs> so each of the die ranger. Oh, I just laugh like a gorma because I'm losing my mind. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So each of the Die Ranger are each going to meet someone, but Ko meets Akamaru, and he gets a vision of everything, and he remembers that Akamaru hid his mother away and all of that. So he bolts off. Yeah, Ko and, died though, with and he's the only one that has information. Yeah, Akamaru was co- was or crushed. Ko, excuse me, Ko died. <laughs> wow, Akamaru died. And Akumaru's the only one with uh, the information of Ko's mother, so Ko chases after it. And because Rin's basically his mother, Rin chases after Ko. Yeah. Daigo comes into the square, and Kujaku is standing at the top of a building. Yeah, calling and, out to him. Yeah, and it cuts to Shoji, and he walks in, and the Gorma idiots, Yeah, they're standing on top. And at each point, it's like, well, this is why this person is interested yeah. in this one. This one is interesting. Yeah, they give a quick one. rundown just in case maybe this is where some, someone comes in. Yeah, like this is their first episode of Die Ranger. It gives gives a quick rundown of the history with their respective uh, visions. Yes, and, uh, and Rio shows up, and Gene yeah comes out of nowhere, but he's powered up. Gene, yeah, the magic fist. Yes, yeah, and when they're fighting, very scary, Gene. <laughs> Yeah, when they're fighting, they both do this jump kick and they cross legs like Cell and Gohan yeah. in the Super Saiyan 2 fight. And then it fades to white commercial break. But that connection sent Ryu into this new this other world. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we cut back to Kirin Ranger and his uh, 
and Kameo and their whole thing. Yeah, the cart so, is under assault by the Kapotros, but and Zydos. and Zydos. And when they get close to it, though, green energy like shoots out in webbing arcs of lightning that hits the Kapotros and Zydos. And then it gives a gives a Kazu and Cameo the opportunity run, to run off. Yeah, Zydos is now super interested in that cart because it's like, why you know, what what is that? Yeah, what happened there? Um, there's something clear. There's something at work here, and he's very interested in it. In, not ramen carts aren't known for their electrical defense systems. In this moment, I got kind of upset. Why is that? Because. Uh, I'm enjoying Die Danger, and there's not much crossover in Die Danger to Power Rangers. Yeah. But seeing the green electricity go off, I know exactly what this is. And I'm upset that this is spoiled for me. Yeah. Because of Power Rangers. Now, I'm oh. not going to talk about it. Okay. Any more than it's spoiled for me. Gotcha. But you just given you just given uh, where you were when you watched this. Yeah, how you how you felt watching gotcha. some things. I'm getting I get a little upset because I want to know what it is. Like yeah. when we get to the points where the character that becomes Serpentera does that massive attack on the Red City. Yeah, and like that's the kind of stuff that on when Houston we were wa- when we were watching Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I wish I didn't see this. Right, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I remember, yeah, that's true. There's some crazy imagery that now holds so much more significance to us uh, due to Die Ranger, and yeah. now we're kind of robbed of that organic first experience. Yeah, that's that's okay though. That's okay, yeah. you know. It's just how it is. It's the nature of the sacrifices of how Power we make for you, the listener. The, how, the <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> 26, 20, 24 two, years later. 24 years later, yeah. Um, so once they get to cart to safety, Kazu discovers the crystal that, yeah. that was hidden away. And Cameo acts like... He's like, no, nah, that's mine, dude. Yeah, he acts real, real uh, baby munch with it. Real, real, just real, like, man-child about it and, and takes takes it and then he... Kind of, um, he talk, starts talking about his turtles, and he shows, and Kazu's like, well, your turtles, and he shows him all the turtles he's been keeping in his pockets this whole time, and it turns out he's missing one. Yep. Old oh, Joe. Joe. And he runs off in a, in a fit. Yeah. Looking for Joe. So, it cuts to this other world, and Rio has arrived there, and then he's walking around alone, and he turns around, and there are his other Die Ranger buddies. Mm-hmm. Including Ko, who but, we still don't know is the Kibo Ninja. Forming in a line was everyone that the Rangers saw in their visions. Yes. They see the three Gorma, they see Kujaku, they see Jean, they see Akamaru, you know, all, mm-hmm. all ready. And then they transform and immediately go for an attack, mm-hmm. disappear. Behind them appear the four monks. Yeah. And we get, like, the proper introduction now. We all know the directions, but they take off the monk hats, and they all have, like, Gorma horns. Yeah, one one is, they each have corresponding horns. One of them is one, two, three, and four. Yeah. So, the Die Ranger go on their attack, and then Ko hides and talks to Biako and says, all right, I'm going to transform. He's like, we're literally in another dimension. There's only the five of us here. That's, yeah. <laughs> You'll be giving yourself up. So each of the generals opens their mouth and like we see oh, different. Like, uh, yeah, because Ryu goes for that attack and this webbing like from his mouth. His mouth. Yeah, from his mouth is like it's like a best way to describe it is like silly string energy. Yeah, <laughs> like silly string lightning tendrils come flying out of his mouth and wrap him up. Um, they all get worked over in different ways. Rin gets blown by like a massive illusion, and Daigo gets <laughs> bounced up and down on the staff. Two hypersexual things like <laughs> Shoji's just fine. Uh, Ryo notices this glowing orb on one of them. You gotta get it out. Yeah, I got. He's just like Rin. 
Rin gets blown by this illusion. <laughs> Shoji uh, gets pumped on the stat on the staff. Uh, Shoji gets jerked off the cliff. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. And Rio's covered in tentacle cord. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you know what? Yeah, read between the lines. There, there's some suggestive stuff. So, all the, yeah, all the directions show off their abilities. But Rio notices this glowing bead on their necklaces. Mm-hmm. So he pulls out the die buster and shoots the bead, and it releases them from the it's dimension. kind of like a meditation bead or something like that. So, yeah. But he recognizes it as what's tethering them to this realm. Yeah. When he shoots it, they burst out of it, conveniently enough, right next to Kazu, who is getting worked over by... The uh, uh, Byzidos and the Capotros. Yep. And when they get out, Kid and Ranger joins them. And uh, Ko runs off, turns into Kibo Ranger. Because he can now. Yep. And the four monks form together to make, like, the Gatai version of Monk. Yeah. And they, they have four heads, one on each side, and or they immediately take out their... This makes a lot more sense than uh, some freaking Unity trophy. <laughs> than some weird Power Rangers explanation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, okay, I can see this as some pseudo-Tau symbolism for the four directions and all that. Okay. But yeah, we get... Uh, we get um, they immediately grow. Ryuseo action, and we also get... Uh, what is the Tigers... The Ultra... Ultra... Uh, I want... It's Kibadayo. Kiba Dayo. Yeah. yeah. So Kiba Dayo and Ryuseo, they face off against the monster, and we get the ho going through yeah. the, the Gatai the si- beast. The signature of, yeah. of, of uh, white, white, uh, Mega White Tiger Zord. Yeah. At the end of it, we cut to Kameo's house, where he's putting up the crystal, mm-hmm. and the crystal emits a lot of energy. And then sucks him up into it, much like Poltergeist. Yeah, it looks like he just gets blinked out of existence. Yeah. And the turtles are left to roam <laughs> in yes. the house. And it, we, it leaves off leaves off at that point. And there is one more part of the episode. Oh, is there? Yes. Is there another part? Where we cut to the field where the, the monks died. And like a putty, they reform into the clay four monks and split Oh, apart. that's right. Yeah. They yes. ain't done. It makes sense. I mean, they 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 were introduced to like they, they had were, too much fanfare behind, or too much pageantry behind their introduction for me to think they're a one and done. Not at all. You yeah, know? they're definitely a a character we're going to be seeing at least for the next two episodes. Yeah. So. So next episode we got next episode here. The secret inside story of a mother and child's tears. So, I thought, well, I'll I'll uh, applaud them for restraint. Yeah, I was getting ready for a big old brand fest. Yeah, I thought we were going to see this at least six times throughout this episode because in the past, the past, throughout 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 Die Ranger. Ever since Ko has been introduced. I've watched this boy get branded 14 times. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. And I thought that's what this was going to be. They did it only once and about eight minutes in. So, kudos. Yes. Well, we start off with Ko being a fart knocker. Yes. Because that's his profession. Uh, he's on his wheelie board. Is he on his wheelie board or is he just he's running? On, no, he's on his skateboard riding through and Rin's chasing him. Yeah, Shoji's going for his daily run. Yeah, he's out there in his full-on blue tracksuit. Yeah, and, and Rin's like, stop him. He's He he's, has homework he that he needs, needs to, to do finish. His homework. Yeah, that's right. And Shoji's like, oh, you you're becoming like, his mom. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a mother. So Ko's riding along and he thinks he sees his mom and he just picks up his skateboard and just chucks it. Yeah. And then he starts running towards his ghost mom, and then she disappears. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, he tells Reen and Shoji, and they hear a voice talking. And uh, this little boy is kind of picked up and, like, ghosted away. Yeah. Ye- but you see... I would say yeeted away. Yes. You see a white <laughs> string on his back. Yeah. 
And this is not done as like a poor choice. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, this is actually not shoddy wire work. Yeah. This is supposed to be seen. Mm-hmm. We get introduced to a so, fella. So, yeah, there's a man that comes out and he's wearing his big hat. Yeah. He's, like, wearing, he's actually kind of polite. Yeah. He, like, he kneels down and introduces himself. Yeah, he goes and introduces himself. So Shoji's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Shoji, he, he, Shoji, he kneels yeah, down. Shoji and, meets him and does the same, and they exchange uh, greetings. Yes, and he is the fast-talking vagabond. So yeah. he's just a, a homeless with a silver tongue. <laughs> is, that's his Gorma thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing that was like... I was a thing that was really like marketable in like the 50s and 40s. You just know? being a homeless... Not being a homeless, but like as a character, as a likable character, the 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 lovable tramp, you know. Yeah, yeah. That thing was like from I would say from the forties to like around the sixties. Homeless people could be lovable and charming, and if, then something as long as they had a top hat where the top was broken off. You no, know, it's like look look like a stove is the stove top top hat. Yeah, and it actually looked like a stove top thing yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. They they could be lovable. In, in this span, in yeah. this era. As then when as this, then were... the 70s hit, and then drugs hit, and then... Well, Everyone. I mean, drugs hit in the 60s, but then the 70s hit, and then homeless became terrifying stab monsters. Yeah. Or something else. Uh, leprosy. You know, leprosy was making a big comeback. I don't know. Like, it was just... There were bad, s- syphilitic, just creatures of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <This> <laughs> the was... trend... The, like, it... Popularity took a big hit for the homeless. Homeless before meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But. Cra- before crack cocaine, all that. Yeah. All, all the hard drugs. So immediately, Rin and Shoji transformed. She's like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. Or a changer. Smash the mic. Mm-hmm. And they go ahead and do their thing. And fast-talking vagabond waves his hands in front of his face. And he becomes his microphone-headed self. Yeah. And Kiba Ranger comes in and does this big showy entrance, and Daigo kind of like, not Daigo, Shoji. Shoji, yeah. Kind of goes, come on, Kiba Ranger, you're always hogging all the glory. We're all here to do this job. Yeah. You stop it. <laughs> and in this Doesn't moment- Doesn't he ask, like, um, like who are you? Doesn't yeah, he ask you? Uh, yeah, they go, will the other ranger show up? Yeah. And- while they're doing their thing, they're like, who even are you? And then he goes, aha, that's a secret. Yeah. And little scamp. They're fighting the vagabond a little bit. And he's doing his thing where he throws a. Uh, he throws. So his gimmick, since he's a fast talker, his gimmick is he produces a bomb. And the bomb is the subject of his little, like, his. He, he uh, says tongue a tongue twister. twister. Looking for it. he uh, he throws a bomb that's that looks like the subject of a tongue twister, like there's one that's like farmers and p- what are those it, fruits it, called? Persimmons. So, Persimmons. I don't I don't remember any of the things except for like the red, yellow, blue, green. These are all colors. Yeah, yeah. He uh, everything there, that there's he says, a frog one, so he throws a frog bomb. You know. Yeah, everything he says that if you're reading the subtitles, it's not a tongue twister at all, but in Japanese, I'm sure it is. So he blows up each one of the Die Rangers individually, and then Ko sees his mother again. So he runs after her, and the Vagabond throws a note on his back and says the whole thing, and it explodes, and it knocks him out of being Kiba Ranger. And he drops Biako, his changer falls off, and he's caught in a tree. And the other Die Ranger run up, and they're like, you're Kiba Ranger the whole time? Yeah. What is this crap? Yeah, they're disappointed that this little perv is is their Uber. Yeah, and then the vagabond takes out his his fishing rod. Yeah, his kid fisher. Yeah, his, his kid fisher, and he <laughs> doesn't bait the hook because he knows he's got a pure cast. Yeah, and he steals that baby co away. Cast. Yes. <laughs> God, we've goofy movie two episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. D- I, ju- I s- realized that as I said that, because he, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he does perfect cast, swipes up a kid. And 
the we don't know where these kids are going we don't know where these kids are going yeah what what use the gorma have for them but we'll see back at, at the kaku yeah. house they're holding down biako and the changer and they're like it's ko it's freaking ko kaku how long have you known <laughs> Biaku's yeah, just kind of like yeah. Kaku doesn't uh, say a word. Biaku's like I, I I asked him to keep it a, keep it a secret. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, and they're like you can talk, and they all surround Biaku. He's like yeah, I'm Biaku. Nice to meet y'all. You know, I'm a sword. I talk. I'm Kiba Ranger's voice. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> just pretty. I like I. Biaku's a lot like a lot more likable than Ko. A lot more likable. He doesn't sexually harass people, so that's a good thing. And maybe he sexually harasses other equipment. Uh, he's like, hey. <laughs> I don't know if you want to. Hey, what's going on, Reen's television? <laughs> oh, yeah, inappropriately. Why, don't you, turn touch- on, why yeah. don't you turn on some Lifetime for me right now? Yeah, inappropriately <laughs> touching the, the knobs on Reen's television. So this is ninety three Japan. There's still knobs on the televisions. So Biako says, "I asked Kaku not to, but mm-hmm. also." And then we turn to the right, and there is the ghost, the chi ghost of mm-hmm. Ko's mother. Yeah, who says, "I asked him not to. It's his. It's his destiny." And then she explains, "Did y'all know I branded my kid?" <laughs> they she she gives so she gives an explanation that she's from the Dai tribe. Her husband's from the Gorma tribe. Yes. They made that little dude. Yes. And since he's got the Gorma in him, yeah. he got the evil in him, she sealed it away with the iron, which is called... There's more to... It's not, she gave him, an, she gave him the, an iron rod seal. The iron she, rod seal. And she sealed the Gorma power within him by branding her son with the Biako. That sounds like a really, like screwed up religious upbringing yes yes it does that sounds really twisted and but yeah where you get to see that little boy get branded and scream and cry because it's we got a quote of the meat died in jaw <laughs> and she she says that the seal is failing and if he doesn't find her by his 10th birthday he'll be he'll be a gorma it's just gonna happen Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, when is his birthday? And she's like, I'm out of power. I can't tell you. In that time of saying, I'm out of power, I can't tell you, you could have said the birthday. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. She disappears, and they're like, well, we got to find Ko. So the Die Ranger are out in the city, and they're, like, discussing what yeah. they need to do. So not only is this kid, like, a ticking time bomb for, like, a... For, like, a... A lawsuit. He's now taking time bomb for just straight up evil. For the Gorma having a Kiba Ranger on their side? Yeah. yeah. Well. A little problematic punk, man. Just more and more. While they're out there discussing, they all get kicked in the face. Yeah. Because Master Gohan's here. Mm-hmm. He actually just kicks, like, Reen in the face, which was really... Yeah. Weird. Well, she's the only one that drops. I don't... I can't... I just remember she... It, I just explicitly remember her get her getting kicked. She yeah. getting kicked, and her. Gosh, let me do that again. I just explicitly remember Reen getting kicked and falling to the ground, and yeah, Gohan revealing himself, and she's like, "Grandpa, what are you doing here?" They talk to him. He says, "I I got some new gear for you." And then they cut, yeah. and we go to this. We go to the quarry where everything goes down. Yeah. And the four monks are praying. Yeah, they're doing a ritual of sorts. Yes. And the children are all digging a hole, including Ko. And they're just kind of up there. They're saying like, dig, 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 holy dig, 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 the holy <laughs> stuff, <ritual>. dig. <laughs> Shot him in the Zaido. Tease Ko that he's no longer the Kiba Ranger, and Ko spits in Shaddam's face. And he's like... Nah, and then Shaddam just kind of slaps Ko. There's a kid that gets whipped really hard. Oh, that's so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. 
<laughs> the kid, oh, the kid getting whipped got a forty out of you. <laughs> There's this kid that's like he could barely stand up, and then he collapses, and the cop poacher just comes over, just <laughs> he just starts whipping the little kid, and I forty. <laughs> Yeah, we both have a good laugh at that. <laughs> and as like so, this, these these are background actors, right? Yeah. So as uh, Shotham is like grabbing Ko, he's like, "Well, you can't turn into a Kiba Ranger without your stupid sword or your stupid aura changer, huh?" In the background, that cop Potros and that kid are still acting space, you know. So yeah. you just see the cop Potros, and the camera cuts before it continues past this. But you see the cop Potros get the whip. And put it around the kid's neck, and then it cuts like to like a different angle of of like of Kobe and talk to her or something like that. So I really Jesus, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, After that whole thing, yeah, they're they're trying to get to the underworld, y'all. Yes. Yeah. They don't really know. They're just like keep digging, keep digging. Yeah. We go back to Rin's house, and Gohan has. Told them that they he's brought them a new weapon and he's got three huge boxes on the ground. He starts cracking them open and it's the Chi Power Bazooka, but it's in pieces. It's not complete. Go on, has to finish it here. Yeah, he uh, he also yeah yeah no no no. If you need to go, go. He explains to them what no, they you did. It. You did. It. I missed something real big. Oh, you did. Yeah, before when uh, Kiba Ranger was captured. Yeah. All of the weapons were taken from the Die Ranger. Just want to put that out there. Because what Gohan tells them is that they need the power of the seven mystical balls. And that's and, right. Yeah, yeah. And their die big, busters. Big, yeah, big plot point. Big, big, big. She, yeah. You, first off, he says seven. They're like, seven? You mean there's another? There's only six. And they're like, nah, there's seven. But the seventh one doesn't look like the rest. Yeah, he lets them know. It's like, there's because they asked, does that mean there's another Die Ranger? He's like, no, not necessarily. It's just that there's another crystal out there. Yeah. And and Kazu, who's, who's sharp? He's a quick dude. Well, He's, they ask about the crystal and he says, no, it doesn't look like the rest of them. It looks like a turtle shell. Yeah. And Kazu immediately like, oh my God. That fat man child had something that looked like that. Yeah. So he goes running, looking for Cameo, goes to Cameo's apartment. And he is gaunt. He looks rough. He's hiding under a blanket. He, he's got like sunken he, in cheeks and sunken, sunken in, in cheeks, eyes. like bags on his eyes and like all kinds of just. He. What's the best way to describe him? He looks like a character of. He looks like a character of like, oh, no, I can't. I was gonna make. I know exactly what he looks like, but I can't make a third Goofy movie reference. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kazu and Cameo, 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 Mayo, Cameo, Mayo, huh? Cameo, Cameo was that that pretty crappy Xbox three hundred and sixty game where she could turn into. The, the the like the plant that punches and the yeti was ice spikes remember that is no. it it's an Xbox 360 launch title along with uh Perfect Dark Perfect Dark 2 per- zero or whatever it was called you know where they I don't know like, where they re-released Perfect Dark from the N64 but with well, better graphics that was a good part you know like that on the Xbox arcade they put that on there cuz I bought that immediately and I replayed the crap out of it because Perfect Dark's amazing. Mm-hmm. Perfect Dark, unlike Goldeneye, still holds up. Goldeneye, legendary. It obviously did something unprecedented and its and its uh, impact will be forever felt. Play it now, though. Hot doo-doo butter. Hot doo-doo butter. The problem is everybody knows all those maps like the back of their hand. Yeah. So the game's not fun. Well, game's not... That and also the controls suck. They really, really, really suck. Not good. Just because, like, you know, you had one analog stick and you, you the way the to aim with the C buttons and stuff like that and move it, garbage, 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 garbage. But Perfect Dart, that still holds up. 
it's still an incredible fun play. The multiplayer is still awesome. With it had the the alien weapons like the railgun that could see through walls. And my favorite, probably my favorite, um, first person shooter weapon of all time, the laptop gun. Oh yeah, you remember that thing? Because there was like one level where she was undercover and she, the laptop. You know, it was is a gun that can be disguised as a laptop, so it gets through security and stuff like that. But it, it's like just a submachine gun, but you can throw it onto a wall and it becomes like a turret, an automated turret. Awesome. Perfect Dark was so dope. But yes, at the same time that was released on the arcade, Cameo was a launch title for Xbox 360, and it was about this girl that could turn into these different creatures that represented the different elements, and it sucked. Hmm. So I think it's Cameo. I know, uh, not important at all. <laughs> so, Kazu wants him to help him find the the crystal. And he's like, no, I threw it out the window. And they go out looking for the place that he threw it. And they're searching through this field of very tall grass. And they're having a hard time finding it. But Kazu is called by the other rangers to come and uh, to join the tongue twister monster again. And, oh, this is the point where he steals all the weapons. Ha. So they're fighting the tongue twister power monster. Power play through, power play through. Love the show when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one listens to that song more than me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they're fighting him, and he's doing his tongue twisters again, and they can't get him. And so they pull out the diamond rods, and he steals them. They pull out the bl- die busters, he steals them. They big pull wheel. out the big wheel blades, he steals, steals them. them. The die ranger go, oh, we can't get him? Chi bomber, he catches the energy in the air with his perfect cast and throws it right back. Um, they cut back to Yu Fang still working on the die buster, and that's kind of it. And... We cut back to Kameo. He finds the crystal, and he has turned into a tiny turtle. Yep. So and, that's uh, what happened with the crystal. He wasn't. He wasn't blinked out of our world. He just his form was changed, and now he's a little, little red-eared slider. Yep. Just a red-eared slider on the ground, like that's the that's the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. And uh, way to go, Freddy. I don't know why I just have impulses to say stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so he's become a little turtle, and we cut back to the quarry, and the little children are digging more into this hole, and they, and they hit, hit something. They hit a vein, and steam comes out. Yeah, and uh, underworld steam. Yeah, and Shotum comes over, and he puts yeah. his hand over it. Hit this, <laughs> like like he and, brings the, yeah. the fellas over. He brings the fellow dudes over. Uh, Gara and Zydos, and they hold. They like they link hands, mm-hmm. and they just take, just take a big old whiff of the, the underground vape. Yes, the underworld vape. Yes, excuse me. And they're saying that in, in this episode, Kameo is played by a, a different actor now. Yeah, because he's skinny now. Because like he he was like a turtle, and maybe like. Maybe the metabolism as, as a turtle is different. like who know, like who knows what the effect of the metamorphosis will do to you. But he's skinny. That's what we know. He's like he's he's gaunt, like you said. Yeah, he's much skinnier. He's no longer a golden corral, but become become man. A fun fact about this one is uh, the actor that's playing yeah uh, that's playing him is Yellow Owl was the. Sentai Yellow Owl from Jetman, which I know we haven't watched yet, but a lot of the characters That's fun. all come That's back. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, fun so, little trivia. Yeah, they they find it. The Triumvirate put their hands over the energy, and they suck some of it up, and they feel that the evil energy is entering yeah. them, and they're like, dig more. This Rip, isn't enough. Ripping that cotton. Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next episode, uh, we have up, I promise. The Deadly Fast Talking Workaholic. And this one aired September 17th, 1993. Yes. So, pick, picking up right where we left off with the uh, 
the mm. uh, triumvirate have have uh, just took a big old hit off the under the underworld vape. Yes. So we start off with a battle mm-hmm. of the fast talking vagabond versus the die ranger, and. Rio catches one of his bombs in midair and just lands behind him, and he's like, "I don't know this one," and lets it explode on his. Yeah, he yeah he like uh, he chowtsuits him. Mm-hmm. He t- while holding a bomb, he just jumps on the back of the the tramp, and then this tongue twister tramp. <laughs> yeah, and then Rin hits him with a straight line tornado, and he's like, "No, nah, I got to get out of here." Yeah. So the Die Ranger come back to Rin's apartment where Yu Fang is still constructing the bazooka. Yeah. So even though they technically made him retreat they still don't have their blasters well yeah he's like hey uh we need this new weapon because our die busters they they got taken we need this and he's like hey wait 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 your die buster you need the die busters to make this thing work or else it's useless yeah so you gotta go get those things back before you're using my gun um no like you also need to get that seventh lie ball so Go get it. Kazu's out there, and he starts looking for. He starts. Looking. He's looking for where Kamio said he threw the crystal. Yeah, and he's looking for. He's looking for a crystal. He's also looking for Kamio, but Kamio's a little turtle, and just just below him, and he can't can't see him as he's searching. He's legitimately his foot is inches from the crystal when he's like, "Where yeah. is it? Where yeah. is it?" Yeah, and. Kameo is kind of running. He's like, "No, Kazu, I'm here, Kazu, Kazu." And yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if he could actually. I don't know if we're just hearing like inner. We're hearing inner dialogue. We're from, hearing inner, definitely. Yeah, because I don't. I don't. I don't think that's actually be. I don't think he knows he's a turtle. <laughs> yeah. I'll, so I don't think there's a little cameo voice yelling out from the reeds. Yes, the kids are made to keep digging down in there. Mm-hmm. And they keep hitting more, and then Ko finds something, and Shadam just kind of, like, knocks him over. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, get out of the way. And they yeah. move it, and they find the gateway to the underworld. Yeah. Oh, I, ju- I guess I jumped a gun here, because this is where they do the big vape. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, like, he does, like, little vapes the whole time. Oh, no, this, this is... <laughs> he takes two rips before he's yeah, like, this, right. this is that combo hit now. So they get down there and they do a when big the, attack yeah, to when, blow it open. When they blow it open, like it, it throws the chi energy into this flux, which is felt at Kaku's, Kaku's joint. Yeah, like everything in Kaku's house explodes. Yeah, and he's like, "The dark energy's free. Yeah. Hell and Earth are connected." Yeah, uh, it's not good. It's not a good look. Yeah, and yeah, they're like, "You have to go find the children." They stand. This is we're, we're talking about. They stand above the the vent. Yeah. They stand above the vent and they like are energized by it. The team uh, get together. Well, like some fun stuff happens in Kaku's house. Like we get that shot of Biako just kind of bouncing on the ground. He's like, "Hey, it's crazy. What are you doing?" Oh yeah, that was real fun. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. Biaku's on the ground being sh- shooken about and he looked like he's panicking because he doesn't. Well, you know, he's a sword and he <laughs> has no limbs and he's. And he's on this, uh, he's on the concrete floor as it, as it shudders. So they're like, we're going to go, we have to go get those kids. And they're like, use the mythical chi beast to go find them. Yeah. We get a cool shot of them standing on the stop, on the top of some steps. Yeah. And they transform. But the cool thing is Rio. He's holding Biako. Rio's holding Biako. So we get an awesome shot of of, uh, Rio Ranger. In the holding Byaku. The cool thing about their like transformation is like everybody sort of wears their colors in yeah. this, but Rio's outfit is almost pure white except for his red T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he is the new Kibodanja. It looks good. It's a it's a real nice. Mm-hmm. Just a die. Just we've already talked about it, but just a die ranger looking general man is fantastic. Those helmets are so so sleek, on point, really cool. So, so the, go ahead. The kids, now that they're they've um, done what they needed to do, are now just chained to poles on top of. Uh, you missed a fun thing. Did I miss a fun thing? When they call the, uh, when they call the mythical chibis. All right, yeah. They're because, standing on so, top yeah, and they're practicing their tongue twisters. That's how they're getting to the quarry. Yeah, they they all uh, ride their chibis, and yeah, Rain starts practicing 
uh, a tongue twister, and they all start practicing tongue twister, and, and they all are hitting it except for Shoji. Yeah, Shoji's like I can't do that. At the quarry, the kids are chained to the poles. I was talking about, like, oh, yeah, and they're some out. real like Hyborian stuff, like straight out of Conan or something. You know, left to die, chained to a pole. <laughs> well, yeah, and Ko kind of screams out, and he's like, "What's going to happen now?" And he goes, "Well, you found the way to the underworld, so you're all going to die. But don't worry, Kiba Ranger, you're going to die last." Because yep. we got stuff to ask of you. So as the Rangers are coming in with their newly energized powers, the Triumvirate are able to attack them via like Phantasm. And it's kind of funny because <laughs> some are just like attacked by ref attacks or stuff like that. But um, like uh, Rin is flicked. Yeah. So like Ryu, Gar- uh, Ryu. Uh, Shoji yeah. and Daigo are all blown off by like hot breath. Yeah, and then Rin Gara flicks off of the top of the yeah, hollow. They, and as uh, I call it, a thumping. They and, get a thumping off the. Yeah, and Zaido, he Zaidosu just goes, poke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to to Kazu, straight and he finger falls off, pokes him off. Pretty funny stuff. Yeah, Shadam goes. Okay, it's time for them to feel the power, and he puts his hand in front of his face, and he gets. He becomes metal face shot him. Yeah, we get that metal mask. And he, without the use of a uh, Gorma grenade, he becomes be, be big, big. And we get shot him versus Ryusei battle. Yeah, while well, the rest of the Rangers uh, try to fight the remaining two of the Triumvirate. Yeah. At one point, uh, Daigo sees all of their weapons on top of a hill. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go get him. And he jumps up, and Gara just goes, nah. nope. And she raises her hand up, and a big string comes out, and she pulls him yeah. right down. Pretty convenient that those weapons were just chilling up there. Probably yeah. probably could have just, I don't know, just hidden him or something. Destroyed him, you know. Some, any, anything, anything. But, yeah, uh, the fight the fight on both ends is pretty rough for the Rangers. Yeah. And uh, it cuts to go on, and he's like, uh... They're like, please, your weapon, we need it. And we cut back to God, and he's like, oh, it's almost done. And he's like just drilling into the back of it. Yeah. Uh, the Die Ranger, they're losing to the Gorma because they're super powerful. Yeah. And we see the weapons. And when Ryuseo is fighting, he sees the portal to, to hell, and he yeah. like does his big windmill. Yeah. And blows yeah. all of the rocks over it. Ryo, with, with his newfound, like, just how is it his newfound mm, how do I put it I mean it? he's he's very strong now. His new, yeah his newfound strength and resolve all of that gets him to stand back up he was knocked down by the silver face Shaddam yeah. yeah he was knocked out but he gets back up he does the um, where he puts the pole in the ground and he spins and then he does the whirlwind on him and stuff like that Pretty and it covers up the portal to hell. Yeah. Which cuts the Gorma Triumvirate off from their new power. Yeah. Which basically puts the Triumvirate in retreat. Mm-hmm. Well, they they disappear, and they don't know how they disappear. Yeah. Um, in this moment, the Vagabond shows up, and he blocks the weapons when they try to get them. Uh, he does his tongue twister moves over and over again, but now the Die Ranger they have... It. Yeah. They, they're successful. They grab it, they say it back, they throw it to him, and it explodes. Yeah. Could, it makes me think, couldn't you just throw it at him the whole time and probably it would explode? Probably. I think he was just in your head, y'all. Yeah. I think he was just in your head. You you, you were too focused on... You're like, oh, I need to say it before I oh, let I go of it. It's, no, it's a bomb. Just get it out of your hands. I would like that. That's pretty clever. So when, when that happens, and he's like, well, I'm going to go to my kid fisher and he hooks each of them by like he hooks he hooks like Rio and Rio gets hooked by his weapon holster yeah Shoji gets hooked by the belt buckle Daigo gets hooked by I feel like he's also the weapon holster Daigo's is unimportant uh, uh Kazu yeah. Kazu gets it by the neck like the collar yeah and then Rin <laughs> She gets it by the skirt. And SuperSentai.com, there were any one of those photos that you could have chosen for this in your little summary. You chose the one where the skirt's getting lifted up and... Well, you gotta know, I guess. You gotta know what happened. Gotta know what happened. You could have used any one of them. No, they could have, for sure. <laughs> so, the Die Ranger are flung over and they kind of are flung near their weapons and they get them back. Yeah, unfortunately for uh, Vagabond. 
once they grab their weapons, uh, Gohan finishes the the bazooka. Yeah. And I thought, like, so it was so... I went through two emotions real fast. Yeah. Where uh, I was... So I was already assuming, or I was hoping, this thing was going to fly out the window like like a rocket. Because he was, like, ready. He's, like, rubbing his hands together. He's like, all right, here it comes. And then he, like, does this, this like flat palm behind it and then i was like oh it's gonna shoot off like a rocket but then it disappears i'm like oh it just instant transmission but then it shoots off like a rocket yeah and i was instantly like psyched it lands in their hands and we see how it works with the the busters being slid in the blades that that yeah that's like of the star sword that yeah like they they come out so they can be inserted to the side of them so each of the rangers have a handle yep they each enter their uh, throw in their lily balls. They put in five of them. Put in five of them, yes. And even though, they, and they, they make they make a note of this. They they make they uh, make sure it's specified that even though this isn't all the lily balls, this thing still kicks like a mule because they place everything in, and Kazu places one star cutter into the back top part of it. Yeah, and they're ready to fire. And when they blow it out, it has such a kick that it goes up in the air. Yeah, they all stumble backwards, but that shot, that shot hits, uh, that shot hits Vagabond so hard that he's like, he's befuddled. He, he like starts going through all different kinds of tongue twisters rapidly. Finally, sa- before finally says, "I explode." Yeah, <laughs> like, and he blows up. So. After they have killed the Vagabond, they go release the children. They're like, I can't believe that you're Kibo Ranger. I can't believe it. And Rin and Co. have a long hug. And they're like, yeah, so we know you're still a kid, so you're still going to have to take it easy. But here's your sword. See you later. Mm -hmm. And we cut back to the field, and Kameo touches the crystal, and he becomes human again. Yeah. And that's good. He picks up the crystal, and he runs well, no, he doesn't pick up the crystal. Well, he, he runs the, away, and the, and the crystal, crystal chases him. him. Yeah, and then we end very ominously. The Gorma Emperor lowers himself from his palace, and he calls for his third eye, and it gro- One of the Gorma floating balls floats down, and it grossly enters his skull. It's. And it's very, it's very graphic. Yeah, like, he's out third eye open. <laughs> like, his eye opens up, and there's just this gaping hole that this metal oh, ball goes it's into. Like, it pops into, like, a quarter in, like, a an arcade machine, and then it closes and opens, and then there's a gross eyeball there. Yeah. He then sits on the edge, well, like, this little he's, platform he's... floats down onto the edge of the cliff that they were just on. He summons the kid fisher rod. Yeah. And he blows, throws, a, blows a hole into the uh, yeah the to, demon realm to reopen the vent. Casts cast his uh the cast the rod. The lure falls perfectly down into the vent and goes deep, deep, deep. It shows like a fiery pit. Yeah, it goes deep there. into hell. And someone reaches up and grabs it and starts being pulled up. A big white hand with buttons on it. And that <laughs> is where we will end this series. Yeah, the narrator is like, who could the, who could it be being brought from hell? I mean, well, maybe there is, like, maybe that's just a Gorma thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe being a button boy is a Gorma thing. Well, we'll uh, we have our suspicions. Yes, yes. But that was uh, this block. That was this block for this. And this was actually a really good block because it was kind of just one show. Yeah. If, and that... It felt like uh, just maybe like a forty-five minute kind of movie. You yeah, know? just you got got some more stuff done, uh, more uh, getting closer to the culmination of Ko's story, or as leading to. Uh, they ask him when his birthday is. Oh yeah, that was, that was a funny part. He or, said he doesn't know when his birthday is because his mom it, disappeared. Because like the the crux is like his tenth birthday is when the Gorma will get out. Yeah. Or that's when a Gorma becomes, when a Gorma matures or something. I don't know. I don't know how Gormas work. Hmm. I'm not going to be insensitive and assume. Yeah. How Gormas work. <laughs> I mean, it is, uh, 
it, it was a good block. It was a really good block. Yeah, they oh, man, Die Range is so good. Like Die Range, every is, episode every we say si- the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we like. I th- sorry to be so um, redundant, I guess, with it, but it really, really don't know what else to say. It's just every single one of these blocks we do is extremely entertaining, uh, well told, well well paced. You know, I don't think there's been an episode where I'm like, geez, you know, this is do without this one you know so, i mean we've the only time we've gotten close to nagging is daigo episodes because yeah. there's been a handful but that's because he's tied to what seems to be a very important character kujaku so if kujaku's involved that means daigo's involved so daigo episodes are daigo episodes but kujaku episodes are also daigo episodes so yeah. it seems like a lot but even then i i'm still invested i'm still like um emotionally involved with the story i love everything they're giving me i like every character that's being introduced it's all great i care about the villains i care about the big big villain or what seems to be the big big villain you know i care about i care about the mentor i care about the rangers like all great 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 super sentai like just phenomenal so we're uh, we're about 30 episodes through at this point uh Right now, of the Die Ranger, who's your number one? Like, who's who's best boy or girl for you right now? Oh man, like, is it? I just, I really like Kazu. I don't know, like, he's just something about Kazu. I just really like. Though Shoji and Rio have made strong arguments for me, I feel bad not. Rin's not in my like top three, but that's just because we, we haven't gotten much of we her. We haven't gotten much of her. I, I've liked what we have gotten of her, but we haven't gotten much of her, and I would like to see a lot more before I make the call if Rin would be my favorite or not. But of what we've gotten, personality, style, like just kind of what this guy is, I love Kazu. Yeah, I'm a team Shoji guy. Shoji's awesome. Like yeah. Shoji, Shoji's dope. Like he's he's that exact balance. He's like, kind of like Joey Wheeler done right. Yeah, you know Joey Wheeler is is charming, and Joey Wheeler is the the character itself will always be, you know, remembered fondly. But I feel like this is the Joey Wheeler archetype perfected before Joey Wheeler even came out. Hmm. So like, this is what <laughs> this is the it shouldn't even be called so it shouldn't be called the Joey Wheeler archetype it is the Shoji archetype you yeah. know that that goofy fun loving but dependable and heart of gold you know kind of guy hmm. so but Kazu's my favorite as of right now but damn is Rio a red ranger right now <laughs> like oh yeah he's man, definitely like, right i have to say like i don't think we like gushed enough about it I, like, i'm Rio, waiting for another gene episode yeah like before like i make my full decision on rio yeah because i feel like it really needs to be praised how well rio's transformation into a full-fledged red red uh, how rio's full like transformation into a full-fledged red ranger like how well done it was because they really got you they really just played it subtle it's like, yeah, it's Rio. He doesn't do much. You know, he's the Red Ranger, and that's usually the leader. But he's kind of just understated. Nothing really going on with him. You know, he's a good guy, and he, you know, fights with a lot of courage and all that. And when they hit you with those episodes, it just, it still happens organically. Like I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm not a writer. You know, I'm not a. I don't make movies. I don't make anything like that. I don't. You know, I never written a story myself. But so I can't tell you how it works, but damn, it works. <laughs> you know, like Rio is just him becoming legit Red Ranger and earning that title as a Red Ranger is masterful. Like I, those those episodes were awesome. They're probably my favorite episodes. Hmm. They're probably my favorite episodes so far is Rio. The Rio Jin series. Yeah. I'm waiting to see the culmination of that series. Like that's very exciting for me. Yeah. So, after our little Rio Gush session, I think I'm going to end this one. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We come to you every Monday and Thursday with new episodes on your favorite podcatcher. 
We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough, which they made specially just for us. If you want to get yourself a download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. Get yourself a download of that while you're there. You can get yourself a t-shirt or a hoodie. We'd appreciate it, and so would they. If you like our show a lot and you want to hear some more from us, you want to hear the goofy side of Power Playthrough over at VR Troopers, oh, yeah, that's... you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough where we're dropping a whole lot of spaghetti on the floor every Friday. Jeez, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> like It's, it's marinara much. everywhere. It's too much, man. Ugh. Something went wrong at the factory. <laughs> if you could, we'd appreciate it so much if you followed us on all of our social media. At Power Playthrough on Instagram, at P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. That's everything. Yeah, someone, That's everything. someone didn't check the gauge on the ravioli pot. No, it's... Yeah, if you're if you're a big fan of Italian food, head over to our Patreon. <laughs> we're we're just dropping we're, all kinds of tortellini yeah, everywhere. We're, we're wading through it, man. It's a it's a it's a show. <laughs> it sure is. So thank you so much for listening, and may the power protect you. Um, Welcome to Catholic Sentai Boy Ranger. Catholic. Oh. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>